morning, Rabbi Thank you for bearing with us. We set everything up. This is uh, Rabbi Kamen Akiva Kovacs filling in for Rabbi Silber. When Rabbi Silber told me, asked me to uh, do Shabbos and Sunday's daf, I didn't know we were doing Shchut Echutz yet. So I'm, I'm very excited because I love Shchut Echutz. Not that I love slaughtering sacrificial animals outside the temple, but the topic we're going to find out is really, it's an amazing topic and there's a lot of Musar to learn from it. Uh, we're going to start with the sponsorships. We have a Talmud Torah sponsorship by Adam and Yudit Benzev in honor of their children, Jake, Serena, and Rosie. A Daf Yomi sponsorship by the Plunka family in commemoration of the art site of Menachem Mendel Ben Levi Yitzhak Zal. That's a little above a Rebbe. Wow, wow. So can I get a dollar? Can I get a dollar? So it's, 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 it's very chashuv. Week of Learning sponsor by Yehuda and Jennifer Goodhart in commemoration of the art site of Jennifer's father, Yeshaya Zalman Ben Lazar Zal. Thank you to all our sponsors. Today's Daf is Samech Gimel 63. We're picking up on the bottom of Samech Base. As Bekol Ram, he says. I'm wearing a microphone. Okay, come closer. Come closer. Doctors, all right, come on up. Come on up. I'm, I'm not going to bite you. Very good. He doesn't know if I'm going to bite him. All right, very good. So, in the end of Shkut Echutz, we, we started to mention, we were talking about the two Seirim, the two goats. Remember yesterday we darshaned Seirim is, seire, seirim is plural. It's already two. So, Shnei Seirim means a pair of goats. Nechatkila, we want to get matching goats, but we learned out even if they're not matching, they're still Yotze, but we tried to get them matching, and we compared the birds and the and the uh, Kivsei, Kivalsim for the Mitzvah as well, and the Tamidim as well, the daily offerings, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, should be matching as much as we can, but if you're not matching, we learned out it's okay. We said the carbon Musab of Shabbat really should be matching because we don't have another Ribui to add on that they should, they you can get away with not matching. Then we mentioned... This, we got back to the two goats. We mentioned Shkut Echut. So I'm actually going to pick it up there, and we are uh, nine lines up. Yom Kippurim. So the two goats of Yom Kippur, Shashachatan Bechutz, that they slaughtered them outside the temple. And there's an Isser of Shkut Echutz, there's an Isser of Karet. We're going to bring the Pasuk, don't worry, we're going to talk all about it. It applies to any animal that could be a sacrificial animal. So a lot of today's daf is going to focus on, well, if it really can't be a sacrifice, he should be putter on shchut echutz and not be chayev karis at all. So these two, in this case, the two goats of Yom Kippur, he slaughtered both of them outside, ad shalom higril, before the hagrala, before the lottery to pick which one's which. Ad shalom higril aleichem, chayev al shnehem, is chayev on both of them. Misha higril aleichem, chayev al shoshem. After you do the lottery, you're only chayev for the goat, which is lashem. And you putter on the seal lazozo because it's not really a carbon. It's not brought as a carbon in the temple. It's thrown off a cliff. Why is he chayev on both of them? For what carbon are they fitting for the in the temple? You're only chayev if it could be a carbon in the temple. And once you've done the hagrala, one of them seal lazozo, one of them seal lazozo, you're only chayev. Uh, one there. Amr of Chiz, if you bring it as a carbon in the temple, Amr of Chista, Hovroi the Sir Nasebechutz. Because it could be the Sir Nasebechutz, that means the Musaf Sir. So the Sir Lifnim, that's the first Sir, the Sir Lashem, is also the Sir Lifnim because you bring the blood Lifnim. You bring the blood inside the building, but the Sir Nasebechutz, you do everything, the blood and the animal outside. That's the Chatas for the Musaf of Yom Kippur. Maishna the Sir Nasebechutz, and why not the Sir that's done inside? Delay, that it couldn't. This animal you slaughtered outside couldn't be the seer done inside. That's the first seer, the seer Lashem. The Bechus Hagrola, because that's lacking Hagrola. If you haven't done the Hagrola yet, you can't bring this animal as a seer Lashem. The seer Nasei Bechus. So the seer Nasei Bechus, Nami Lo Chazer, Demechazer Avoda. Avoda Tayom. It's lacking the Avoda of the day because the Musaf comes after 
the other um, all the other things you're talking about, the chafina of ketoret and the blood applications, all of these things. Most of it's after. So Rav Chista said, we read this yesterday. Stop there. That Rav Chista says, if it's the same day, same day service, we call it. So he does a service of shechita, and then they would keep the blood around until it's time to do the musaf. It's interesting. We say the maisa that's lacking is the hagrola. He went on hagrola yet, so you can't bring the shirvif name. Rambam actually says vidui. Rambam says the maisa that's lacking is the vidui. The Ravid screams at him, doesn't scream at him. The Ravid says, what are you talking about, Rambam? It's a mistake. But you should know, this is important for Yom Kippur, and we're, we're, we're slowly creeping towards Elul, we're both sides, getting to be the middle of summer. Elul is on the horizon. And uh, you should know, in Chilchos Tshuva, the Rambam says, Tshuva, the Iker part, the Iker Mase, the action of Tshuva, is the Vidui. So this is Rambam Lashitatu. He says the Vidui is the Maisa of Tshuva. Of course, tshuva is, is mostly, you understand, believe in your mind, your machshavot, your midot. But he says the vidui is the necessary step, according to the Rambam, of tshuva. So too, he says the vidui is that action that makes the seer, the seer lashem. But also, there's also vidui on the seer lazazel, we're going to see. So that's, that's the necessary step. So good. So, Amar Ravina, hashtag Amar Ravchista, mechusar hagrala, ki mechusar maisei. So a lack of the lottery. You haven't done the lottery yet. It's mechusar maisei. And therefore, you'd be putter on shchut because you haven't done all the necessary actions. We say masa here means an action necessary for the carbon to be real carbon in the temple. So on a similar vein, we have a shlamim. What if you slaughtered a shlamim before you opened the doors of the temple? Pesulim. It's puzzle. It's not a kosher shlamim. Shnemar. Why? Well, the shlamim says shchatu petach ohel moed. You will slaughter it at the entrance, the petach of Ohemod, of the tent of meeting, the tabernacle. Bizman patuach. This implies only when the petach is patuach. Below bizman na'ul. Interesting note, in the Hilchot of Yichud, the halacha of man and woman being alone together, there's a there's a heter, an alleviating circumstance called petach patuach. Your shoot rabbi, pesach patuach, petach patuach. If the door is open, or at least unlocked, to a public thoroughfare, then the people inside the house are going to be less likely to have anything uh, untoward occurring there. So that's one of the alleviating factors. But consult your local posach about Yechud Shailas, but that's just the Petach Petuach. When the doors are open, that's when a Shlamin can be kosher. If the doors are closed, it's puzzle. Turning over top of Samakimel, Shratan Bechutz, if they slaughtered the Shlamin outside the temple, Kodem Shniftukot before they open the doors of the Heichal, Potter. Because it can't be shchutechutz unless it could be a valid carbon. If the doors are closed, it can't be a valid shlamim. So if he did a shchutechutz, shouldn't have done that. It's not a good thing. It's wasting a carbon. But he's potter on the shchutechutz aspect. They don't give him a karis. My timer mechusar peticha kemechusar maasidami. That the lack of opening the doors to the temple is like a lack of the masay, a lack of action that's required to make this a valid shlamim. So, interestingly, in, in Zvachim, Samach Aleph, Rashi there says this is only the Shlamim. It says only the Shlamim has a halacha that the doors have to be open. Tosa says, no, it, it should be everything. I mean, why are you machalek? It should be every carbon. As we learned already by, remember, Tamid Nishchat, we learned very early in the morning on Yom Kippur, they would get ready to do the Tamid, and as soon as it was, remember, they said Barkai, as soon as it was the crack of dawn, they would, they would open the doors. And then everyone would do the lots for the, the Tamid and the, the, the Truma Sedeshin first. But the, the opening of the doors was one of those steps we saw at the crack of dawn early in the morning when they were about to do the Shechitat of the Tamid. So Taiswa says everything needs this. And the Nitziv actually says, interestingly, it could be that the Zrika of Al-Karbanot needs to occur when the doors are opened. 
But Davka by the Shlamim, we also need the Shechita, because the Shlamim is any place in the Azara. It's Kachim Kalim, and the owners eat all the meat, and it's kind of, it's, it's sort of less of a carbon, less goes up on the Mizbeach, and more gets kept for your own personal use, and it can be slaughtered anywhere, so it's really, the Shechita also should be more linked to the Beit HaMikdash, or to the Mishkan at least, so it has to be Patoach. That's why the Nitziv says over there, but this is Machlokas Rashi Tosfes, if this doors open issue applies to Al Karbanot or Davka the Shlami. Uh, good. So, me eat le the Rav Chista Hoel. Does Rav Chista say Hoel? So, Hoel means since, and we use Hoel in different contexts in Shas, but here it means since it's lacking a Misa to be ready as a carbon inside. So, since that's lacking, it can't be a carbon right now. It also is Pater on Shchutechutz. If someone slaughtered it outside the temple, we're not Chayev Karks. Vahamar Rav Chista. Pesach, a carbon Pesach, sheshchatu b'chutz, that he slaughtered it b'chutz, b'shar yimotashana, and it was not yadalid nisan, lishmo, and he slaughtered it for the sake of a Pesach, pater. He's not chayev shchutechutz for this Pesach, done l'shem Pesach, outside the temple, and it's not yadalid nisan, which is the only day a Pesach lishmo is actually a kosher carbon. But shalol lishmo chayev, but shalol lishmo, he slaughtered it for the sake of a shlamim, because you know a Pesach, a leftover Pesach after Passover is now a shlamim. We're going to see, there's actually a debate if that's automatic or if he has to actually actively change, me'akir, the original designation. Time of the shlolishmo. So he's only chayev because it's lolishmo, because he's changing the kavana, he's changing the label of this animal into a shlamim. Ha-stamba, but stam, if he's just slaughtering it behutz, and he doesn't really have any attention, lishmo, it should still be Lashem Pesach, it should keep his original designation if he's not actively undoing that original Pesach designation. Stama lishmo hu, u putter, and he should be putter if it's stam. If he didn't make any active change in the designation of this Pesach after Passover, he should be putter and shkut because it's still a Passover, and Passover after Yudal Benisan, Lashem Pesach, it has, it, it, it's not a valid carbon. Actually, it's actually the first Davin Zvachim we learn this, that only a Chatas and a Pesach have to be Lishma, to be Kosher, to be accepted by the Eved, and all other, all other Karbanot, if, they, if they're not Lishma, they don't count for the Bailim, it's the first Davin Zvachim, but they still, we still bring them up on the Mizbeach. Amai, so why is this? Leima Hoil, why don't we say Hoil, since Veroish Lishmo, it would be fitting Lolishmo, this Pesach, if you change it, Lolishmo, you change it into a Shlamim, Bifnim, to be brought into the temple. If he brought this into the temple and shechted it Lolishmo, now he shechted it for a Shlamim instead of a Pesach, changes that designation, it would be a kosher carbon. So why is he putter on Shchutechutz for slaughtering it Stam? Hachirashta, is this the same thing? Chasom Bayakira. So there it needs to be changed. So there by the Pesach, you have to actively change the designation. So this opinion holds, we're going to see there's a Machloket, but this opinion holds. You have to actually change the designation of your carbon Pesach into a Shlamim after Passover. If you have a leftover Pesach, remember we said yesterday, sometimes the, the group lost their Pesach, and then so they designated a second one, a backup Pesach, and they found the original, and they have two of them. So remember, it was a Mahlokas, do we use the first one or the second one? So Yossi said, you should use the first one as long as the second one's not better. The Chachamim said, use the second one, but you might have a leftover Pesach. So this Mandamar holds, you have to uproot actively, change it to a Shlamim. So after Yadal Benisan, you have to change it to a Shlamim to make it a real carbon. Therefore, as long as he hadn't actively uprooted the original designation of a Pesach, and he's doing Shkutechutz, he's Patr and Shkutechutz, because it's not a real carbon until he changes that designation. Hilo by Akira, but this one, going back to the goat of Yom Kippur, doesn't need an Akira to change it. Why? Because the Musaf of Yom Kippur is also called a Chatas. 
So the, the Seer Pnimi, the Seer Lashem, is called a Chatas. It's a Chatas for all of Am Yisrael. Remember, the Par is for the Kohen Gadol and the Kohanim. And the Seer is for all of Am Yisrael. It's a Chatas. But the, the Musaf is also a Chatas. So Musaf is, interestingly, all these Korbanot are in Emor, but the Musafin, the Musafin for all of the holidays, even, even Yom Kippur, are in Pinchas. So in Pinchas, we say that this Musaf is also a Chatas. So uh, Rabba Barshimi, Matne La Lehu Bid Rabba. So he said that Rabba said this, not Rabbi Yochanan. And he had this kasha on him, other Rabba. So he, so he, he taught this as, as Rabba had this kasha, and he resolved it, like we said, that the Pesach, Shalolishma, is not the same as the, the goats of Yom Kippur, because by the goats, you don't have to change the designation. They're, they're, they're always a chatas. But by the Pesach, you have to actively change it into a shlamim to change the designation, to have it be a real carbon, to be chayev for shkodechutz. He also, Rav Dimi, so it's fun. So Rav Dimi was from Babel. He went to learn in Eretz Yisrael. So it says, he also, when he came back from Eretz Yisrael, and whenever we see Rav Dimi, we're going to see Ravin next, because it seems Rav Dimi went there first, and then Ravin went there next and came back and brought different versions of the teachings. We're going to have both Rav Dimi and Ravin. They, they both were from Babel, went to Eretz Yisrael, and came back and taught uh, Dinim that they learned in Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. So see, it's not just our kids. They go to Eretz Yisrael. They used to do that in Babel, too. So Amr Rav Yemi, Amr Rav Yochadon, Pesach. Again, a Pesach that's left over, and it's not Yedal Benisan anymore. He says he's always Pater on Shchut whether or not he slaughters it for the sake of a Pesach or the sake of a Shlomim. Rav Dimi says, I taught this in front of Rabbi Yirmiya. He came back to Yeshiva with Rabbi Yirmiya, and he brought this teaching to Eretz Israel, and he said, I understand. Lishmo, it should be uh, it should be potter to halo because after Yudal Benisan, it's not a fit carbon. If you slaughter a Pesach, Lashem Pesach, not on Yudal Benisan, that's not a carbon. It has to be you'd have to change it into a shlamim for it to be a good carbon. Well Lashem Pesach is not a good carbon, therefore it should be potter on Shrutechutz, because it's not wouldn't be a valid carbon inside. As Shalolishmo, if you've already done Shalolishmo, which means Lashem Shlamim in this case, am I am I? So why is he potter? Because if he brought it into the temple and slaughtered it for shlamim, it's a kosher shlamim. A leftover Pesach is kosher as a shlamim. So he told you'd have to, you could bring it inside. So he should be chayiv on a Pesach after Yudal Benisla and Shalolish Shmo. He should be chayiv shchutechut. It would be a valid carbon inside. Amrli, and Rav Yimiya told me back, says Rav Dimi, Akirat Chutz Lav Shma Akira. That trying to change the designation of a carbon Pesach outside the temple. It's not valid. It doesn't accomplish anything. That only bringing it into the temple and then changing it into a shlamim, according to Rav Yirmiya, that's what can uproot the designation, the original Pesach designation, and make it now into a real kosher shlamim. And if you bring it to the temple, then it's beautiful. It's a kosher shlamim. But if you do shkutechutz now, he brings it back outside the temple, Nebuch, then he's chayiv karas, because now it's a real shkutechutz, because he's really changed the designation, but it has to take place inside the temple. He also, Ravin, when Ravin came back from his uh, year in Eretz Yisrael, in Yeshiva, Amar Rabbi Yirmiya, he said to Rabbi Yirmiya, uh, he, said, he said in the name of Rabbi Yirmiya, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Pesach, you see, has a totally different version. So it could be that in the, in the, in the uh, meantime, Rabbi Yochanan maybe retracted or taught differently or worked out uh, why the halacha should not be like the original version. Pesach, a Pesach slaughtered outside, not Yodal, but Nisan the rest of the year. Bain lishmo, whether it's for the sake of a Pesach, bain shalolishmo, or the sake of a Shlavim, chayev, chayev on shchutechutz. And he's going to explain why these could be valid carbon, and therefore you should be chayev on shchutechutz using the principle of hoil. Since you could have brought it in, you should be chayev when he didn't bring it in. 
Afilu lishmo, even for the sake of a Pesach, which normally is only good in Yadalad Nisan. Fatznan, but there's a Mishnah that seems to be against this uh, conclusion. Mechusr is man, something which is lacking in time. We're going to explain. Bain begufo, bain babailin. So bain begufo, Rashi says, this carbon is seven days old or less. We know that a carbon has to have shivas yamim tachazima, and then it's yiratse, and then it could be a valid carbon. We're actually going to bring that pasuk on Ahmed Beis about mechusr is man for sirlazozel, but uh, an animal has to live a full week. An animal has to experience a week of life including a Shabbos. A Shabbos has a special koach, has to experience a Shabbos in a whole week before it can be designated and used as a carbon. So mechusar's mind means it's lacking in time. It's not time yet that this animal is fit to be a carbon. Or it's mechusar's mind b'baylim. Mechusar's mind b'baylim. The Gemara explains, hazav, hazava yoledes ha because these have a tahara process. By the zav, the zav and the tzora, it's a seven days. They have seven clean days uh, situation, and then they bring the karbanos. By the Yoledis, you know how many days before she brings her karbanos? It depends. Boy or girl. Beautiful. How about a boy? Seven. So there's seven, there's seven days, and then there's 33 days. So it's a total of 40, and then she brings her karbanos. And by a girl, it's 80 days. So good. So she has a, quite a bit longer. But if she's trying to, saying before this time, it's not valid as a carbon. We're going to see. So So the Zav Zav Zava Yoledis Mitzura and they brought their karbanot, their chatas or their asham bachutz before their time because they're not their seven days their seven days or their 40, 80 days hasn't arrived yet. Paturim, they're putter because they're bringing their chatas and their asham which they have to bring after the set time. They're bringing it too early. So they're putter on shchutei chutz. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that, but they don't get karas for shchutei chutz because it wasn't a valid carbon yet. Because it's lacking in the, the, the time is Mahuzar Zman relative to their need to bring this Khatas or Asham. And Rashi says a Khatas and Asham can't come in the Dava. You can't donate them. Or to compare, the Gemara goes on Olotehem, Shalmechem, Bahutz, Hayavin. If they bring their Ola or the Shlamim early, they'd be Chayav because these can come as a Nadava. You could donate these, Rabbi So if they did Shchutechutz early, They'd be chayev on shchutechutz because they could have brought it into the temple and just made an adava of an ola or shlamim. Even though they do have to bring their ola or their shlamim. Well, the ola is for the nazir, but the shlamim for all the the rest of them. Rashi explains if they brought it, if they, they, they brought it early, it would just be an adava. So they'd be chayev on shchutechutz as for hoil, since they could have brought it in even though they're early. Rav Chelki Bartuvi lo shanu. Rav Chelki Bartuvi doesn't make it differentiate. Ela lishmo. He says only by lishmo, only a pesach l'shem pesach of lishmo. It was, it was slaughtered, Shalolishmo, not the Pesach, sorry, these offerings, Chayev. So he says, if these offerings of the Zav, Zava, Yeletis, Mitzura were done uh, Lishmo for the sake of their Chatas or Asham, and they're done outside, they're done too early, Machus or Zman, so then they're Pater. We understand. Shalolishmo, if he's changing the designation and trying to make them into an Adava, trying to make them into a Shlamim, Chayev. It should be Chayev because Chayev, they could bring them into the base of Mikdash to be a Shlamim. Uh, lishmo miha pater, but lishmo their chatas or asham brought early for the sake of the chatas asham would be pater. Amai, why should they be pater? Name a hoel vroyin shalolishman, but you could change their designation. Hoel, since you could change your designation to a shlamim, and you and you since you could do that and bring them bifnim, then they should be chayev on shchutechutz, even though they're mechusar zman. Even though it's it's like we said mechusar ma'isa we started with now we're in mechusar zman it shouldn't be a carbon yet but since you could have brought it in and changed the designation could be a carbon they should be chayev shukotechutz achi chashta is the same thing hasam bayakira there it needs 
active changing of the designation by their chatas or their asham of the mitzura, yuletis, zav, zava. You'd have to actively change your designation to a shlamim. So this, here he holds, the Pesach automatically changes. Above we said the Pesach needs an Akira. That was the first opinion from Yochanan. And this version of Yochanan, he says the Pesach, Shlamim Ninhu, means it automatically becomes a Shlamim. After Yadalad Benisan, he holds that a leftover Pesach is automatically a Shlamim. You wouldn't have to actively go in and uproot the original designation. It becomes a Shlamim, and therefore you'd be Chayev and Shkut So it's not the same as these Zav, Zava, Yeletis, and Metzora. Uh, Rav Ashi, Matne Chayev. Rav Ashi teaches Chayev, Kitamrinan, as we taught above. Rav Yimni, Yimidifti, Matne Potter. He says, Potter, why? Kesavar Pesach, Shari Motashana, Bayakira. He holds Pesach does not automatically change the Shlamim, it needs an active changing. And he also holds Vakira Chutz, Lav Shma Akira. And changing the designation outside the temple accomplishes nothing. You'd have to go in the temple, change the designation, and then to be Chayev Shkutayutz, bring it back out of the temple and slaughter it outside of the temple to be chayev on shkutehuts there. Opliga the Rav Chilkia Bartuvi, and, and he disagrees with Rav Chilkia Bartuvi that it's an automatic change of designation. Amramar, Misha Hegrelayim, chayev. Once you've done the hagrola, he's chayev on the seer. Remember, he's chayev al shel shem, upater al shel azazel. So and now we're going to get into shkutehuts, and the, really the positive of shkutehuts who've been in it uh, all along. So hold on, we're going to pull out the Pasuk, and we're going to, this is an amazing Pasuk. So it says, This is the matter Hashem has commanded, saying, Any man from the house of Israel will slaughter an ox, sheep, or goat in the camp, or outside the camp, and he has not brought it to the entrance of the tent of meeting, remember this Pesach Eremoid, to bring it as an offering to Hashem before the tabernacle of Hashem, it shall be considered as bloodshed for that man. He has shed blood, and that man shall be cut off from the midst of his people. So we see that meat is murder. Meat is murder, Rabbi So what's going on? It, it, it's also interesting, this, this command comes right after all of the commandments in Achrei Mais of, of the Yom Kippur. So we go, go through the whole Yom Kippur Avodah, and then we bring this Pasuk, about shchutechutz and that shchutechutz slaughtering an animal during that during that time in the desert was considered to be bloodshed. And what was expected was that if you wanted to eat meat in the desert, you would bring it as a shlamim in the mishkan. And if you did otherwise to an animal, an actual animal, then it was considered as bloodshed. This is actually why Hashem sent when people wanted meat. What did Hashem send? Slav, slav, birds. Birds and these these slav, these quail, whatever they are, they're, they're not a carbon, so they could actually be slaughtered outside the tabernacle, because otherwise you'd have this humongous line at the mishka, and everyone wants to have fleshings for supper. They'd have a terrible line. So it's like that's Afko why Hashem sent slav, so they could do the shechita of the slav anywhere in the camp because they weren't a species that could be in the mishkan. But otherwise, if you're bringing a an ox, sheep, or goat, you have to bring it as a shlamim in the time of the of the of the. Uh, the 40 years in the wilderness. Once they got to Eretz Yisrael, there was a heter to slaughter meat anywhere. Even in Yerushalayim, he didn't have to bring it as a shlamim. But at this time, meat was murder. And why is this? Why is meat murder? So there's an amazing Gemara, and it's a, it's a shtickle review of Pesachim. It wasn't that long ago. And it's Pesachim daf memtes, and it's a famous daf about an Amaretz, and it says, listen guys, don't, don't let your daughter marry an Amaretz. Stay away from this. But it says, it's a beautiful thing. Tanya Rebbe Omer, Amaretz, an unlearned man can't eat meat. Shinamar, 
Zot Torat Habahema Ve'of. So his Rasha is Kola Osek Batora Mutter Lechol Basar Behema Ve'of. Kol She'eno Osek Batora Asar Lechol Basar Behema Ve'of. So Minadin, so you understand, he's saying Lifnei Din. We don't paskin like this. We, we let anybody eat meat. But Minadin, from, from a, a strict uh, letter of the law, an Amaret, someone who doesn't learn Torah, shouldn't eat meat. For him, meat is murder. So why is this? There's a Maharal. And the Maharal goes through, there's different levels of existence. There's the Domem, the silence, that's minerals, inanimate objects. And there's the Tzomeach, plants. And there's the Chai, this is animals. And there's Medaber. Medaber is mankind. We know this from Bereshit, Perek Beis, Pasuk Zion, Vahile Adam the Nefesh Chaya. Hashem was a, Hashem made us into a living spirit. And the Targum says, Ruach Memalala, a speaking spirit. So this, we are the Medaber, we're the highest level of existence. So the Maharal says, what happens is the plants take nourishment. And it's not just physical nourishment, it's spiritual nourishment, spiritual energy from the inanimate, the domem. And then the animals eat the plants, and they elevate that to a chai, to a moving, living, animate object. But then we take the animals, Rabosai, and we elevate that even further into a medaber, into a speaking, a ruch mamalala, something even higher than a living animal is mankind. So what's happening is an ama'aretz isn't any higher than an animal. So when he eats meat, he doesn't elevate it spiritually. He doesn't bring it to the next level in Maharal's chain of, of creation. He doesn't ascend it to the next level because he's not really a Ruch Mamala. And you understand, Ruch Mamala just means a speaking spirit, but it's deeper than that. And this is what I think. I think, I mean, you know, this is, this is for me. I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, relying on something, but I think what Uncle this means, Ruch Mamala, it's not just speaking because you see animals communicate. Dogs bark and, and birds sing and they communicate. But man has a deeper communication. Man's communication is for improvement, for self-improvement, for spiritual growth, self-actualization. When we learn a Gemara and we talk about it with each other, we're growing in wisdom. We're coming together to grow in wisdom. Our communication, one to another, it's not simply to find food and avoid danger. It's to build our collective body of wisdom. Our, our whole Torah, our whole civilization is based on the fact that we can share our in- wisdom, our information, our knowledge, our insight with one another and we can also write it down and save it and pass it on to our children, our students, next generation. We, we don't have this by animals. Animals don't write down what they've learned and pass it on to the next generation. There's no concept of this. They don't share wisdom and insight and philosophy once or another. They communicate. True, they communicate. But they're not growing in insight and using, developing intellectual power. So that's like the Amarts. He's not really developing. Uh, my Rosh Hashivas, that's all he said. He said, you know, if, if there's a... If, if you see a young boy, and he's you know, four or five years old, and he's playing, it's beautiful, it's nice, it's, it's very good, he's a young boy, beautiful. If you come back in five years, and he's exactly the same, it's a tragedy. He hasn't changed. A ten-year-old should be different than a five-year-old. And if you come back in five years, and this ten-year-old, a beautiful, normal ten-year-old, if he hasn't changed, and he's 15, it's a problem. Something's wrong. And then he said to us, you guys are 20 years old, if I come back and you're 25, and you haven't changed, something's wrong. It's a, it's a big musser. We see by animals, animals are the same. They rely on instincts. An animal that's one years old, two years old, five years old, they haven't changed what they're doing. They're still doing things. They're still on their instincts. Only mankind changes over time. And this is the problem with the Amaaretz, why shouldn't he basar? He's not developing. He's not growing. He's not getting through shas. He's ignorant of his ignorance. You know, he doesn't feel inclined to learn, to get better, to grow. Baruch Hashem, here in Daf Yomi, we're all growing one daf at a time through shas. 
it's really something to think about. Am I going to be different if I came back a year from now, five years from now? Am I have I grown? In it? Have I am I doing something different? Am I have I improved my understanding of life and my connection to Hashem? Because that's what makes me Talmud uh, Chacham. That's what's making Osek Batora Is I'm a Ruach Mamalala. I'm speaking wisdom. I'm learning wisdom. I'm sharing wisdom. I'm giving it to the next generation. That's Ruach Mamalala. That's what I think Uncleus means Ruach Mamalala, and what the Maharal means with you have to elevate the meat to the next level. Otherwise. Otherwise, we're both saying meat is murder, because what what right do we have if we're not if we're not any different from animals? What right would we have to slaughter animals? It would just be it would be useless. So that's that's the maharal and that's the ankalus and that's my my drasha on uh, self improvement based on shchutechutz shchutechutz. And you understand also shchutechutz you have to bring it to the temple because even if you were just going to eat it because it's delicious it's barbecue if you bring it to the bring it to the temple bring it to the mishkan. Then you, you see the Kohanim, you see the Mizbeach, you know, they're, they're using the Dam of the Shlamim on the Mizbeach, and then you eat the meat. It's, it's much more inspirational. It's, you're not just going to, when the Pesach says later, you're not going to go after the, the Syrian in the field. You're going to bring it to the temple. It's going to really focus your Kavana, that this meat is not just for your stomach. This meat is also for your soul. You're using this energy that went from the inanimate to the plants to the animals into you. You're using it to raise it into a spiritual level. So that's really why we had to bring our meat to the Mishkan in those days. So then now I can turn over to Ahmed Bey. So, the Karban. So this Pasuk said, Karban Lashem. If it only said Karban, Shomeani Afilu Kodshe Bedek We'd say even Bedek Abayas, Shnikru Karban, because Bedek Abayas' Nikru is called a Karban. Binyin Shinemar Venokriv Es Karban Hashem, because it says we'll bring a Karban to Hashem. Uh, we have the, it's actually a really interesting Pasuk. It says, Venokriv Es Karban Hashem, so this is after the war with Midian. They brought back all the gold. But what Klizahav did they bring? It's all golden jewelry. So all the Kalim they found was jewelry. And that's kind of weird. So they went to war. They didn't find it's all golden jewelry. What happened is the whole war with Midian, and this is a preview of coming attractions for Parshas Pinchas, the war with Midian was because these women went and seduced the Jews, and seduced them not only in the bedroom, but through Vodazara to Baal Peor. And as a result, a lot of Jews uh, died in this sin, and then we went after Midian for revenge. And what happened when we went to war is the women came out too. They came out to war to try to, you know, seduce more Jewish men, or also to come out to become war brides for the Jewish men. And they captured all these golden ornaments they were wearing, and... Um, the Rashi explains what these things are. The etzadat uh, tabat, these you know earrings, nose rings, bracelets. But the agil is uh, the agil and the kumas are actually uh, lingerie, or golden lingerie that women would wear on her private parts. And the women were wearing these things when they went out to see the war. And it's very strange. And the next pasuk is veikach Moshe velazar kohen et hazohav meitam kol kle mase. These are called kli mase. These are utensils of mase. So the Sforno explains because they did a mase of seduction and a vodazara by this balpor incident. So these were used. These things were used to entice and trap Jewish men, and now they became a carbon lashem. So it's very interesting historically. Uh, as a historical note, it was absolutely normal during a war for the winning team to take the women of the losing team. Mm-hmm. It's called a war bride. It was completely normal. The Greeks did it all the time. The Romans did it all the time. You can look up Rome and the, the Sabines, S-A-B-I-N-E. Oh. They're very famous. They would just attack and steal the women, capture them. It was no, absolutely normal, exactly. Absolutely normal in a war for the winning team to take the women from the losing team. The war with Midian is an exception because they bring the women back and Moshe says, why did you keep these women alive? 
they were the ones who tempted us and seduced us by Balpur. And then they had to go out and uh, punish the women who had been involved in the, the terrible Misa of Balpur. But it was normal. Otherwise, if it hadn't been for that, it would be normal for them to take the women as war brides. And that's why the women were so dressed up. Because you understand, at, on a historical level, this, this used to be completely normal, is that if a woman was captured from the losing team in a war, if she looked very nice and she was wearing her golden jewelry and everything, she could be taken as a wife by one of the officers in the army. And that's pretty good existence. If she didn't look very good, she would be a slave. For menial labor, she could be worked to death. So it was, up, it was good for her, for her uh, survival and her chance to reproduce with the winning team that she would look good. So they're all wearing gold for that reason. And it, it's, it, it's not so, uh, not so long ago, we had this during World War II, is in occupied France and other countries, some of the local women would uh, date or marry the Nazis. And then after the war, there's actually famous pictures of the, uh, the resistance exposed some of these women for what they did, for their treachery during the war, for going to the German side and shaved off all their, all their hair as a punishment, which is amazing because that's what we do to, uh, to the, the Jewish war bride in Kitetse, the Milchama. One of the steps of her conversion process is we shave off her hair of the captured woman when, when it is mutter. In the case of Midian, it was not mutter to take the women, but in a normal war situation, not that it's a normal situation, that's one of the steps. So it's kind of echoes of, of the Torah in somewhat recent history, but this war bride thing is real throughout history. It was absolutely normal. But we see from here that these golden utensils, which were Tibetic Abayas, these are not Karbanos for both sides, these golden utensils and golden ornaments for the, from the women were brought as a, were called a carbon, even though they're not carbon. So the puzzle only said you bring a carbon. We would have thought it even includes bedek abais. Because it says, is carbon Hashem, etc. That's the golden utensils. Tamad Lomar, El Pedach El Moed, Loheviu. Why is he chay of Because he didn't bring it to the Pedach El Moed, to the opening of the tent of meeting. Kol Ra'ui, Le Pedach El Moed, chay of Olav. So anything that's fitting to come into the tabernacle, into the Mishkan, that's who he's chay of Olav. Bechutz, if he slaughters it, Bechutz. Something that's not fitting to come to the entrance of the Ohamud. He's not Chayev Shchutechutz. Otsi Elu, I would exclude these things. These things that are Bedekabais for both sides, for the temple upkeep, they're not really to come to the Mishkan. Uh, Rashi actually explains, it's very interesting. He says, You don't bring it inside. And then he also says, Stam koche bedekabayis bali mumenhen. He says, usually, if you're bringing an animal, you're donating an animal to the temple, it's because it's a bali mum. Because a mapis tamimim le bedekabayis, he brings a gemara in tamura, a mapis tamimim le bedekabayis, if you try to donate a tam animal, an animal that would be fitting as a carbon to bedekabayis, over baase. He doesn't really like that pshat. The second pshat, he likes the first pshat better, but we don't donate an uh, animal that could go on the mizbeach to bedekabayis. There was a whole, had a discussion about this in tamura, there discussions about this. But Stam, these things don't come to, Berek uh, does not come into the Ohomboid itself. And I would not exclude Paratchatat, Sir Mishdaleach, and the Sir Lazazel. So now we're getting back to Yom Kippur. I would not, ex- I would not use this passage to exclude Paratchatat. That's a Paraduma, and the Sir Mishdaleach Rashi takes out Paraduma. He says, I don't understand why you would think that Paraduma comes into the Mishkan or the temple. We, we know, remember, it had a ramp. They built a big ramp. Every Kodagodal built a big ramp between the temple and the, the Harazetim, where they did the avoda of the Paraduma. There was a big ramp connecting them, but you never brought the Paraduma into the temple itself until you had made it into Mechatas, into the water for sprinkling. So, Shahu Rawi Petach So, we, we, don't ex- we wouldn't exclude the Parachatat, though Rash takes it out, the Sri Mishleach, 
that they would come for the Petach Olma, Tamalar, Lashem. So we have Karban, any Karban is Mashma, even Benakabayas. Then we have Lashem, only Karban is Lashem. Mishi, Michali, Lashem, things that are special for Shem, Yatsu, Eilu, that excludes these, the Parat Chatat, and Sim Shalach, Shem, Michali, Lashem. They're not really for Shem, they're only a Karban. Lashem, uh, is Lashem an exclusionary term? So Lashem is only for Hashem, it's always exclusionary. We're going to see it's not always like this. Or Minhu, we have Akasha, Yurotse. Uh, now, this is a famous pasuk about Mechuzer's man, about a young uh, newborn animal. The pasuk says, Shor o chesev o ez, if your ox or your sheep or your goat, ki yevaled, mazel tov, v'haya shivas yamim, the, the newborn animal has to be seven days, tachat imo, under its mother, miyom shmini v'holo, yuratzei the carbon yishe l'shem. From the eighth day and on, it can be yuratzei, it can be accepted as a carbon yishe l'shem, as a carbon for the fires of Hashem. So here too we have the word carbon and the word l'shem. Just like by shchudichutz, Carbon Lashem. Here too we have carbon and Lashem. So let's see how we how Chazal understands this Pasuk. You're about to say the carbon is Lashem. Elu Ishim. So this is only animals that can go to the fire, that go up on the Mizbeach as Karbanot. That's where Mechuzerzman applies, or we need to wait for the eighth day and on. Menayin Shaloyakdishu, Mechuzerzman. So how do we know you can't even be Makdish a Mechuzerzman before the right time? Tomalomar, carbon Lashem. Has to be a carbon Lashem. Tomalomar, carbon Lashem. And now Lashem is the Rabbas. So Lashem. Originally, in our Pasuk of Shudichutz, Lashem excludes Sir Mishleach Paratchatach. Here, Lashem includes Hashem the Rabbo, Sir Mishleach. Here, we include Sir Mishleach in Mechuzer's man. You can't be, pick as a Sir Mishleach a seven day old animal. It must be eight days or more. Amarava, Chasamiyana Dekra, Achamiyana Dekra. So, there by Shudichutz, you know, read Lashem in context. And Lashem in context excludes these things that are not Davka Lashem as Karbanot. And by, Mechu, by the Pasuk of Mechuzer Zman, by the eight day old animals, eight days and on, it's good. Read it in context. Chasam de El Petach Lerabot Lashem, Lachotzi. So Chasam, Baishkutehutz, so getting ahead of the Gemara, de El Petach Lerabot Hashem Lachotzi. So bringing it to the door of the, of the Mishkan that includes these things, the Sir Mishalach Parat Chatat, Lashem Lachotzi. Hashem would exclude them. Hacha de Ishe Lachotzi. For the fire would exclude a sirmishdalech parachata because it's not carbon, it's not in the mizbech. Lashem the rabbah, but Lashem would include those for the halacha of mechuzer's man. They have to be eight days and up. So it's interesting. By a uh, by a bris, we do the bris on the eighth day, but the night before, it's interesting because that we we say technically you could be makdish on the night before. You can't bring a carbon until the daytime, but technically the night before that carbon, you could be makdish it already because you've already reached the eighth. Day, even though it's not daytime yet. So what we do before a bris mila is there's a leil shimurim we say, and there's a minag. Some people read from the Zohar. They bring kids to say shema, whatever it is. Uh, by the Sephardim, they have brit yitzchak, and they, you know they're learning and uh, singing by by the baby, and it's sort of a shmira because in a sense the baby is mechuser. It's lacking in a mila. Yes, we can't do the mila until day eight. But yom shmini mimo basar But even the night before, you've reached day eight, but it's not daytime yet. There's sort of this concept of it needs sort of a shmira. So it's an interesting thing that we learn out. So the reason uh, that is because the Torah has included uh, the Sir Mishdaleach in being Mechusr Zman. If we didn't have this Lashem to include Sir Mishdaleach, we'd think that even a seven-day-old Sir Mishdaleach would be old enough. Even if, if the Torah had not said it, we could have said a seven-day-old Sir Mishdaleach is a kosher sir mishleach. But we, there's another reason to know that's not true. Vaha, ain't a goro kaveya elabroy lishem. 
the Gorel cannot pick your Sir Lashem, your Sir Mishtaleach, only if the Sir Mishtaleach is also kosher to be Sir Lashem. Remember, you don't know which goat is which. When you pick up your two goats and you bring them to do Hagrola, and one is going to be Sir Lashem and one is going to be Sir Lazazel, both of them have to be kosher as a Sir Lashem. They can't be a Balmum. They have to be a matching pair, but they can't be a Balmum. They have to be the right time. They have to be eight days up and up. So why do we need the Pasuk to include Sir Mishtaleach and Mechuzer Zman? We know it because you can't do Hagrola with something that's not fit to be a Sir Lashem. Rabbi Yosef, Hamani Hanana Mitzri, who he, oh, this teaching is going like Hanana Mitzri. Hanana Mitzri would need this Lashem to include the Sir Mishtalach, the Sir Lazazel, from Mechuzer Zman, because he wouldn't necessarily hold uh, that it must be matching. Titania, Hanana Mitzri, Omer. Hanana Mitzri says on our Mishnah, Afilu Dam, because even if the Dam of the Sir Lashem has been collected in the coast, maybe Chavero. And what happened that Nebuch the Sir Mishtalach died at a heart attack when it saw where it was going? And it passed away. So he says, maybe chavero, umizaveglo. You can just bring another sir mishdaleach from the shuk and match them up and mazel tov. Then you could go on and use the blood. He would say, you don't need a new animal. It's the opposite of Rabbi Yehuda. We saw in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah said they're linked. He said, the sir mishdaleach dies, then, uh, then you have to spill out the blood. And if the blood is spilled, the sir mishdaleach has to go out to die. You need a matched pair. He says the opposite. He says, even if the blood is in the coast, and the Sir Mishleach dies, you can bring a new Sir Mishleach and just pair it up with the blood. You don't need, it's mashma, you don't need a new pair. Amar, the Shamat Le Dechanan Mitzri, the Le Dechuyin. So you can say, we heard from Hanan Mitzri, he doesn't hold by Dechuy. Dechuy means pushed aside. That means if the Sir Mishleach passes away, then the blood in the coast, according to Hanan Mitzri, is not Dechuy. It's not pushed away. You can still use the blood in the coast. Have you really heard that he doesn't hold by Hagrala? So maybe Hanan Mitzri says, good, you can keep the blood in the coast, but what you have to do is what our Mishnah yesterday suggested, that if one animal dies, you bring a new pair. You bring two goats, and then you say, if this one from, the one, whichever one goes Lazazel, that will be the replacement for Lazazel, and you match it up with the Dom in the coast. So he says the Dom in the coast isn't Dachui, but maybe he does hold you need a Hagrala. So it's not really a proof that you don't need this, this that according to Hanan Mitzri, you would need this Pasuk, for the Mechuzer Zman, Vesir Mishleach. So Dilma Maisir Magro, maybe he brings another pair and he does another Hagrala for Hanan Mitzri. Elamar of Yosef, Hamani, who is this teacher who needs the Pasach of Lashem in Mechuzer Zman to say you can't bring a newborn Sir Mishleach? Rabbi Shimon, he, the Tanya, there's a Brisa which, which teaches, Mace Echad Mahem, one of these goats dies. Maybe Chavero, Shlobagrola, you can bring another goat without a Hagrala. Divir Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon says you don't even need a hagrala. You could just bring a pair from the shuk and match it up with the other goat, and you'd be good to goat. Ravina Amar Kigon Shahumam says no. It's the Simeshaleach got a mum. Vechilalu al achir, and you were machalo the the designation of the seer seer lazazo onto a different seer. Ravina Tamer the puzzle by muma. How do you know a mum is puzzle by Simeshaleach? We understand a, a carbon can't have a mum, but a Simeshaleach it's not a carbon. It's going going off the cliff. Tanya, the Bryce that teaches, uh, let's see, we have the puzzle here. Uh, these are different mumim. Um, you can't offer these mums to Hashem. And on the fires, you can't give them uh, on the Mizbeach of Hashem. So it's kind of a two part puzzle. You can't bring these mums to Hashem, and you can't put them on the fire as a carbon for Hashem. So, 
This, this is the, the cholavim, the chalav of these animals. You can't even put the parts of these animals that would normally go on the mizbech, of a balmum, onto the mizbech. And the ele kulan, I would only know if you had all of the mums, mikzatan minayin, how do you know if it has only one of the mum? Tamil Lamar, mayhem, from one of them. If it has any of these mum, then it can't go up on the mizbech at all. Mizbech, zozrika damin. And mizbech, this includes even throwing the dam. Even the dam of a balmum, you can't do zrikas adam on the mizbech. It's it's excluded from that use. Lashem and when it says lashem, it says lashem twice. Ela lashem. This is eshel lutitanu mehem al mizbech lashem. The rabot sir mishdaleach. So this includes even a sir mishdaleach with a mum is not a good sir mishdaleach. It's trich and we need both. The mikhtav. It's trich the mikhtav bal mum. The Torah has to write a bal mum is not good with sir mishdaleach. It's trich the mikhtav mechuzer zman. It also has to write mechuzer zman that this lashem by mechuzer zman includes sir mishdaleach. If it only taught us the time has not arrived. So maybe it's not so bad because it would be a carbon. Simply the time has not arrived for it to become a carbon. But a balmum, its time has arrived. It reached the level of being a carbon and then later on it got a moon. But it was a valid carbon at one time. A malo, maybe it's not such a problem because it was kosher at one time before it got the moon. Because of a balmum, if the Torah only wrote a balmum is excluded from Shemeshalech, Mishum Demais, that's disgusting to bring a balmum. To bring a balmum into the temple, it's not right. As, as Rashi says, a balmum could be a bedekabayis, but to bring it into the temple, it's just mice, it's disgusting. It's simply not time yet. It's not really a problem in the animal, it's just a problem in the timing. If you wait a couple days, it's kosher. That's why it has to write both. You know, we're going we're gonna to keep going here because it's on the same topic. Rava Amar, top of 64. Uh, so what's the problem with the Sir Mishdalech? Someone was sick at home. And what did they do? Shratat Imo. They slaughtered the mother of the Sir Mishdalech, Biyam Kippur, to feed the Chola. The Chola had some sort of sickness uh, that required uh, um, fresh meat. They needed fresh meat for the Chola. At some sort of, you understand, maybe low iron, maybe anemia, maybe something going on. Needed fresh meat for the Chola. That was a prescription. And what animal did they have in the house? The mother of the seer, Mishdaleach. And then we know there's an Isser, Osov es Benai. So if you slaughtered the mother, you can't slaughter the child on the same day. So now you have a problem. You can't bring the seer, Mishdaleach. Now it's Mechusser Zman, also the mother. Even if it's more than eight days old, it's Mechusser Zman because you can't slaughter it Boba Yom and Yom Kippur because you use the mother. Ki hai govna mi Aser, is this really Aser? It says, lo tishchatu, the Pasuk by uh, it says, Shor otov et bno lo tishchatu echad. Lo tishchatu. You can't do shchita on the son if you already did shchita on the mother. And what are you doing in Sir Lazazel? That's not in this shchita. Amrachmana. So, lo tishchatu amrachmana. Bahalav shchita. That's not a shchita. It's throwing off a cliff. Ha'arimarava. But in the West, they said, Dachyato letzuk, throwing it off the cliff. Zohi shchitato. That is the shchita for the seer mishtaleach. We actually have the same thing by fish. Remember in Chulin, in Chulin, fish. Fish. Fish and grass are fish. Yeah. Fish don't need shechita. Technically, you can pull the fish out of the water in the net. Technically, you could eat it. Now, we don't eat them when they're alive because that's, that's disgusting. It's al tishak nafshatechem. We don't eat living creatures. But you just wait till it stops flopping and you could eat fresh fish. You don't have to shecht your fish. I don't know where you would cut the neck. I mean, that's fairly... So we say in the Gemara and Chulin, Asifatan Zohi Shechitatan. Gathering them from their place in the water, that is the Shechita. We say the same by kosher grasshoppers. We say the same by the, um, 
cicadas are not kosher. Do not eat your cicadas. We say we say it's also by the by the malika of a bird. We say the malikasa so hishikitasa. When we do a malika of the birds in the temple, we say that's a shchita legabe the bird in the temple that the carcass isn't mitame. Normally, a bird that's if you do malika outside the temple, you simply kill the bird. It's tame because it's a nevela. But in the temple, we say the malika is the shchita. So here too, throwing this silazaza off the cliff counts as its shechita, not that you can eat it, God forbid, but that perhaps it's not metame as a nevela. If you went down and touched the corpse, it wouldn't be metame because it's the equivalent to shechita, just like the malika of the bird. So that's very interesting by the shechita. One other point, there's a, there's a, 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 um, a tshuva of the Nodibi Yehuda, and they ask him if it's good to hunt, if it's okay to hunt. He says, it's mutter if you need the, you need, you understand, if you hunt, you're usually not eating the meat because they've shot the animal or something like this. Mm-hmm. Only by David Melech we found he hunted, uh, Gemara says he hunted with arrows, he would do shechita with his arrows. He used like a broad tip arrow and he would shoot right into the veins, you know, right into the arteries, do shechita. So perhaps it is, perhaps this hunting is they would shoot the animal in the leg and then go over with a knife and do shechita. You'd have to, you have to hit it in the leg. We learned in Hulin, the lower leg, so it's not going to become a trefa. You just want to get it uh, trapped or, or something hunted where it's not going to be able to run away. They can do a kosher shechita. Or if he's just hunting animals, he's going to sell the skins or sell the meat to non-Jews. So they asked no to be hood of its mutter. He says, really, he goes through all the shailas. Tzar Balechayim is not a problem if it's the tzorach adam. Just like we push the Zerlazazel off a cliff because it's the tzorach kapara of Am Yisrael. So he says, hunting, if it's needed, needed for someone's parnasa, needed for the, the people to eat the meat, it's not... A problem with Tzar Balechayim if humans need it. He says, really, the problem is a Hashkafic problem. All the hunters in Tanakh were, were Rashaim. Nimrod, Esav. It's not something that a, a Jew should do. And he says, also, you put yourself into a sakana with wild animals and things like this. But he says, Me'ikar Adin, technically, technically, hunting is mutter if it's L'Tzorich. It's needed, but it's not something nice Jewish boys actually should do. So this is, it's, it's similar to Shchut Echutz. It's like spilling blood outside the temple. It's like you're spilling blood, but not for a holy purpose. Not for purpose of elevating your neshama, elevating that meat into something higher. <laughs>